Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Welcome to the Pints of Polishing Podcast. Hi, my name is Marshall Hill. I'm your guide as we journey through the auto detailing industry. We are in Industry Vibes, where we scour the industry, seeing what is going on and weighing in on our ideas. My name, like I said, oh, who's got phone call? Uh, Marshall Hill, you can find me at Total Auto Solutions on most platforms. Uh, if you are on TikTok, find me at Detail Supply. If you're on the new Clubhouse, shoot me a text. 918-800-1188. I can get you an invite if you're not on there. You can reach Greg at Masterson's Wax on most platforms, but if you're on TikTok, he likes to be found at Masterson's Car Care. The best way to get in touch with Greg is give him a call, 562-335-2053. We're joined today also by Barry Thiel. Barry can be reached on uh, social media at Barry E. Thiel, or the best way to get in touch with Barry is shoot him an email, Barry at sb3coatings.com. Barry, once again, thank you so much for taking the time. Greg, thank you for taking the time. Industry Vibes is where we go. And like I said, we kind of take a journey around what's going on. Greg and I have a, a weekly talk where we dissect, we uh, look at, we begin to discuss, and we uh, throw our ideas and our views. And then we always like to give some marketing uh, and give some ideas away detailers can continue to grow this wonderful industry of ours. So the uh, the place that we found ourselves, uh, Greg, was on a, a post by uh, one of the, honestly, I, I would say one of the best moderators that I've seen in Facebook groups. And uh, Joey C. Love put out a post. And that post uh, brought about some different perspectives, different ideas. And uh, it came from what I saw. And this is just, just viewing what I saw from the post was a uh, a detailer who had paid for some training and then uh, had another detailer get some virtual training. And that's the way the post appeared, right? So uh, I chimed in and said, hey, Greg, is this a kind of scam that we were talking about? And uh, Barry, I appreciate you. You said, hey, let me come on. Let me talk. Listen, Barry, 100%. There's people that our keyboards, and then there's people that actually come on and have discussions. Gary, I, I mean, Gary I'm, I'm very grateful that you would take the time and, and come out. So I want to give you the floor, man. Please open up, you know, walk us through that situation so we can all have a, a, a background from your, your view. Well, I mean, it was, it was really pretty simple. We had a guy that uh, we, we were looking to put a virtual training together. You know, let's be real, it's 2021. We got detailers. Some of them were struggling with COVID. We thought, let's try to work a virtual program. So, we hey, Barry, sorry. Can you move up just a little? I, I, I can't hear right. you so well. Can you hear me? Is that better? That's much better. That's much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. This damn microphone. Sorry about that. All right. So, we had a guy. Um, we had a guy we were testing some virtual training with. Uh, that's all it was. It was just a test, and it got blown out of proportion a little bit. And then, obviously, you know, it went into a group and people shared their opinions. But what was more concerning was that didn't bug me at all. I, I value everybody's opinions. My concern was Marty that you said it was a scam for trainings because people just wipe a product on and wipe it off. You're talking about 1% of what goes on in a training class and you called it a scam, which was pretty, pretty ballsy, I think. And I respect you for that. But at the same time, it was like, 
you don't know you know nothing about what goes on in the classes and you called it a scam so i thought you know what let's let's talk about it let's be real here let's talk about the industry let's talk about what's going on and the fact that you have greg i thought man this is great yeah too because greg knows I, I love greg to death a lot of respect for his hustle i'm sure it goes both ways you know greg and i came up same atmosphere same kind of time a lot of years in this industry i've been around the block you know i i know a lot of what happens you know what i mean but the moment that how do i say this the moment that you take the word training and call it a scam it's upsetting to me kind of because guys like me have given their lives to this industry you know truthfully i think greg can vouch for that you know, there there are some of us who do care about the industry, truthfully care. And we're, I'm not here to be cool or pipe my own ego. None of that bullshit. I could give a shit. You know what I mean? I'm here to help the industry, to help the industry grow, to see it grow. I want everybody to be successful. Whether you're a guy like Greg who hits the consumer market and makes it happen, you know, I mean, look at Greg. Three, what is it? Two stores now, Greg? Three stores you got? Four, four stores, four stores. Guys beat up on Greg all the time. But you know what's funny? They have no idea the level of success and hard work he's put in to get here at this point now. They don't know the 10, 15 years before this, the million views on YouTube. You know, the, the what is it? How many TikTok videos do you do a day, Greg? Seriously. I do like 10 a day. 10 a day. People have no idea what it takes to put two videos out a day let alone 10. I admire Greg for that. I love his hustle. But what I really pisses me off is when we work in the industry to build the industry, to promote the industry, whether it's my brand or somebody else's brand and I'm working with them, helping with them, and somebody comes along and calls it a scam. Marty, that's what pisses me off, especially a guy like you. You have a podcast. You can help better this industry. But for you to take a jab silently like that, throw it under the table at me, and think I'm not going to come back, you don't know me well enough. Greg does. So that's why I'm here. I'm here to understand why you think training is a scam. Great. I absolutely don't ever think training is a scam. I think that uh, I would like to know, you know, what do you charge for training? It varies. You know, some trainings are 500, some are 800. But every training that they leave with, every training that they leave with, they actually leave with product, they leave with material, they leave with a lot of knowledge that you can't find certain places. You know, they leave with camaraderie, they leave with a shirt. You know, it's not just, you know, I'm taking their money or any coding company's taking their money. I'm sure there might be, you know, but you forget, Marty, you don't know me. I started from the bottom up. I was a broke deep. I started from the bottom up, Marty. You don't know me. I was a broke detailer. I was working out of a damn garage. Greg knows. I was wet sanding cars when nobody else was. I didn't get here because I had money. I worked my ass off for it. You know, so personally, it was kind of a shot at me. And a lot of, it was a shot at a lot of guys in the industry when you did that. Because there are guys like me that do care, you know? And there are also guys like me who throw on trainings and donate the money. Did you know that? Did you know that I've donated over $15,000 of my money towards a dyslexia foundation? 
that I've raised, I put together, we, you know, we're not just me, but guys like Renny Drew, you know, I mean, we, we do, we give back. So for you to call it a scam on a podcast, find some polishing, your podcast is getting big. You know, you represent the IDA, don't you? You remember the IDA? I'm a member of the IDA. I do not, you know, I guess there's some theory of when you sign stuff that you become a, right? I understand that. But formally, I do not, quote, unquote, represent the IDA. Right. Tell me tell me what you think was a scam. Yeah, like, great. Happy, yeah. I just wanted you to, fin- you know, I appreciate that. I, I mean, we, we have... We have different we have different opinions on how to grow a business and what uh, what we say openly in our community um, is that everybody operates their business as they choose to see fit that the idea that I pose as a podcast is that I host I create the atmosphere that allows detailers to pick and choose what works best for their business. So when I started my business very much love much appreciate uh, your grind of starting off. I also started off just with a power washer cleaning cars. It was 2002. 2010, I uh, had $4,000 in a bank account and a guy named Ronnie Laporte from Carbride helped me locate some product. I put it all in my garage. I had a wife and two small kids. I detailed cars and learned how to move product out of a garage, eventually got to a warehouse. 2017, I took this flip challenge from a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk. And that introduced me into the national, well, spotlight, I guess. I chose to private label and create a polisher brand and learn how to put that polisher into the market and sold it on the ground floor of Mobile Tech Expo. So there's a lot of reason why there is some heartbeat for me in Mobile Tech because it really was the anchor point that I went, okay, I think I could do this, right? So I then started, as I had been doing from 2010 to 2016, was building local, right? It was going around to dealerships, to detail shops, to, you know, running around the state of Oklahoma. And the way I grew that business was I completely gave everything I could, information, uh, labor. I would be out there scrubbing bugs for car washes. I would be in helping polish cars at detail shops and dealerships. And, And I went in and gave full speed, right? everything I knew as a detailer to help grow the industry. We created a, a thing called Detailers of Oklahoma. And we had people coming in from all across the state. One of the best stories that came in was a guy that was working at a car wash. He had never used a dual action polisher. I gave away free clinics, free classes. People would come in sometimes twice a month, at least once a month. I had just gotten through with a three and a half year divorce. And so one of my little hobbies was to learn how to smoke barbecue. I think you're also a foodie kind of guy from what I've heard and seen. So uh, then I also learned how to brew beer. And so I would host parties where I would smoke the barbecue, I'd bring in the beer, and I would give away free training. Companies like Sonax, Rob would come down and lead trainings for people so that we could all learn. And it was everybody would come in, even my local detail supply competitors would come into the group. And we had an open sharing foreman and it was all free. So as I started growing in a national brand, 2017, 18, 19, 21, I hosted what are called pop-up trainings. And I would go to Justin Lobato, Mark from Firehouse. I would go down to Dallas, to Masterpiece. We've gone up to uh, uh, up sort of a little bit more of neck of your woods. 
uh, we went up to uh, to do some there at the end of last year, and phone calls, spam risk, those things suck, and uh, and and so we host free ones. So the reason, right, the reason I would do that was because I had heard a, a saying that if you help enough people get everything they want out of their life, then you yourself get everything you want. That's from a guy named Zig Ziglar. You know, I didn't know sales until I started listening to him and trying to learn how to, you know, work through a sales process. And if I just figured if I gave, then, then it would mean something. And it has, you know, I've had people that have come to our trainings. They've walked up. There was one specifically at Justin Lobato's place where the guy walks up with his wife and says, man, I drove a couple hours to get here. Uh, we're staying the night. we got to head back. I just wanted to say thank you because I didn't charge him to learn how to feed his family better. Those were his exact quotes. Um, I've, I've also been through the industry. I talk to people. Once again, we all have different ways of operating our business and how we see fit. I've seen the bad part of trainings. I've seen the trainings where people get charged 1500 bucks, 1200 bucks, 700 bucks, simply, right? Barry, congrats. I'm so glad that your training is different, but literally 750 bucks to watch somebody how to wipe on a coating. And they just take money in and out, in and out, in and out. These are word for word from people. Oh, hold on, I'll let you, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. And, and, and so, so we, right, I started really feeling hurt that these detailers were literally getting scammed. And, and I know I'll let you talk, but in the way I viewed it from listening to them talk hearing their stories and I'll, I'll leave with this story and then I'll let you go and, and let Greg jump in too. You know, we had somebody that was recently on the podcast that she had gotten out of a bad relationship, right? So she was taking care of her personal life. That relationship was with a partner in a business. So she had just previously last year, late last year, gotten certified, went through the trainings with CP. Well, once that relationship devolved, you know, fell apart and she went out on her own to create her own business, super proud of her, right? Recontacts them and they not only make her take the class again months later, literally months later, but also charged her 300 more dollars to take that class. So when I hear stories like that, when I myself started with CP and I only did a handshake, I didn't pay a single dime. I did a handshake. And so, so I considered the whole thing a giant scam when people are taking giant amounts of money from certain groups of detailers, but then others, well, I mean, there's plenty of people that don't ever get charged. Yeah, listen, I understand. I understand. The one thing I will ask you to leave any other brand name out of this conversation one, I think it's the most unprofessional thing that you could do is talk down upon any brand. Now, I do. I told my story. That's my story. I'm not talking down on them. You yeah. asked me a question, so I'm telling my story and my view. Let's, yeah, every, every brand, Fair enough. Fair enough. Qualities, they're bad qualities. Everybody's a little different, you know. Um, I know, believe it or not, I know a lot of the guys at CP, a lot of them, you know. I, um, I, I, I get along with Peter, Adam, Brett. You know, there's some that I don't get along with, you know, and there's some that I do, but in general, I, I won't comment on that because that had nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? 
um, which I, I will say I do agree with you to an extent. Um, you know, she shouldn't have been second charge, no doubt about it, you know. Um, but my, here's the thing. When you look at trainings, okay, I think the word training has gotten really loose. I think we can all agree with that, you know. I think it has gotten loose. Um, I, I think that when you, you look back at some of the, go back to like, say, 2010 with Greg, you know, 2012 coming in around like eight to 12, people knew how to clean cars. People knew how to clean cars. Let's throw coatings out the window for a moment, okay? I think if you take coatings out of this industry, we will lose 80% of the detailers on the market. I'm a firm believer in that because I don't think detailers know how to make money without coatings anymore. Now, I'm not talking into add-ons like clear brawl, you know, paint protection film, paintless dent repair, things like that. Detailers do not know how to make money without coatings, without coatings. There are detailers out there that are chasing a two to $3 million yearly dream that will probably never happen, but they're not doing the legwork to get there. You know, they're, they're not washing cars. I know guys who don't even apply coatings making 200 grand a year, working eight to 430, Monday through Friday, washing cars. That's all I do, wash cars and back cars. We have a guy in our network that came to one of my trainings, okay? He works part-time, part-time, literally. Came, came to our training, just a regular standard SB3 training. We charged him 500 bucks for it. You know, he left with Alpha, which is like 160. You know, his total investment may have been 350 bucks plus a hotel. You know what I mean? Well, plus their time, plus their travel. Yeah. Okay. A year later, he's part-time. A year later, part-time. His business last year did $190,000 part-time with That's him awesome. and his wife. Yeah. Part-time. And it's like these guys, if they would learn to listen, okay, there's more that goes on in trainings, a lot more. You know, you see it as I take a product, I wipe it across, I wipe it off, and I pull it back. Done. You know, yeah, that's one tenth of what you see. Okay, and that's what irked me a little bit with you, Marty. I'm not gonna lie, because it. you said that okay, so I charge somebody to put something clear on and take it back. You've given your whole life, it sounds like the detailing and building whatever you did in Oklahoma. I get that, but at some point you're gonna find you get to a point to where you say, Okay, what's my time worth and why am I struggling a little bit more? To, to each to each their own choice on how they run their business. You're right. Like the way I see it, Barry, like I actually, I find the, the Barry Maguire approach actually, right? How did Barry Maguire's grow his brand so big? Well, he sent out trainers for free to go lead free hands-on trainings. Uh, one of the biggest one is, 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 you know, the guy that, you know, and we don't want to talk about different brands and I know. So everybody's got their own difference in styles. I could go through and cherry pick people and throw out numbers too of how, you know, guys that come through the chance though, that somebody spends money at trainings to that extent and can receive that amount. It's, it's actually becomes more of a smaller percentage from the people and bury this. Once again, this isn't towards you. This is overall right? Overall, what I've seen when people go into trainings and spend that kind of money, they just never get out of it what they really were hoping for. 
And it didn't really, we've had them on the podcast. They've gone out to week long trainings and have come back and said, man, I, I really didn't learn much. Like they felt like they were going to get a lot more. And then when they left, right, they, they just felt deflated because they spent so much money. And there are some, you're right, Barry. And I'm glad that you're helping people grow their business. That's what we need. But overall, the majority of detailers that have been going over these past years into trainings, they're just spending way too much and investing way too much. I believe in trainings 100%. I believe in them so much that I give them away. I figure if I can grow my business by helping enough people, listen, I, I mean, I'm happy to go meet people and hang out and, and go teach them about the passions of my life. Greg, you've been super quiet, though. I, I want you to chime in. You know, I, 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 thanks for your patience. You're always biting at the bit. We've gone back and forth about trainings. You know, what's your take? You know, okay, cool, Marty. You know, this is a really great conversation about It is, training, yeah. You know, and I love training. I'm a big proponent of training. That's why I give so much training out there for free. I do a huge YouTube channel. I've made over a thousand videos on how to give knowledge out for free. Because I feel now in 2021, free knowledge is the most valuable thing ever. And everything out there is pretty much for free. And even in my time of success, I've never, ever, ever, Steve Jobs said this like a long time ago. And I saw it when I was like eight years old or, or nine years old is when, he's, when I saw this. And he said, I've never asked, I've never gone anywhere and asked for help and nobody not helped. And when I heard that, that was fucking open the doors for me. I started asking people for help. Hey, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? Can I get some knowledge? Just asking. And I got a massive amount of knowledge for free. And ever since then, it inspired me to just give free knowledge out there through YouTube videos. But to run a business, it has to convert. You have it, The time has to be paid for somewhere. There's no such thing as a free lunch. So how does Masterson's Car Care substantiate training because it costs us thousands upon thousands of dollars every year to film YouTube videos. It costs us a lot of money. How do we do it? It subsidizes through product sales. Customers buy the product, they, um, they buy the product, they experience a training, and then they use it properly and it cycles again. And I'm such a big proponent of free training that on the back of, I have a Masterson's car care bottle right here, so for the sake, right here. Okay. It's like hard to see. Oh, there we go. Okay. Right on the back of the bottle, there's a QR scan code. It says watch video because I really want everybody to watch so many videos about our products. And so I love training. Personally, I tell people that come to my store that ask about training. Why do you want training? I have all of my stuff out there for free. Don't pay for it. I don't want you. I don't want to take your money on that. Just buy, buy some great products, get some results, enrich it. But there is something that free training cannot replace and it's the hands-on. That's the biggest thing that I've noticed that it cannot do. There's some things in life that you can't do uh, with just watching something. It, it takes practice over and over and over again. And so the training, I feel like people waste money in the training sometimes, not everybody, but they waste money in the training because they take the training and they sit through maybe a week-long training. I've done, I actually teach week-long trainings and this is what I've noticed is that people will sit through the whole training and then when they leave, they just dump all that knowledge out. It just falls out because they went home and did nothing with it. They just, they, they took the class, 
they went home and then they just forgot about it. They did something else. And in reality, when you do a training, you have to, the, the, the proper ways you have to do the training and then you have to go back home and literally like do the training again and, and practice it and practice all the knowledge that you did. Because I've actually done trainings where people have taken the training class and then a month later called me back saying, I need to take the training class again. And I ask them, why did, why do you have to take the training again? Well, I just got, they, they, they said that they paid attention the whole time. They got value from the training. They said the training was great and they absorbed the knowledge. But the problem was they went back home and life got too busy. Life got too busy. The kids, their wife, uh, job, they didn't implement the knowledge. And if you you need to implement knowledge for it to be able to have success. And so when we do trainings here at Masterson's Car Care, which we do, I, I do a couple trainings. I do a one-day training, which is such a great training. One-day training, it's full hands-on, it's five hours, it's $99, and it comes with breakfast and lunch and 20% off everything in the store. So it's, it's a great deal. And the $99 really only pays for the lunch, the breakfast, the employees, all the snacks. It's like a great deal. And sometimes we give that away for free if people come into the store and they make a great purchase. You make a big purchase, they're buying a kit, we'll offer the training for free. But um, we do a week-long training. And in the training, I do a money-back guarantee. If you don't like the training, at the end of the training, you tell me, give you all your money back. You could just walk out right now. I didn't like this. It wasn't for me. Here's your money back. And the coolest thing is, is that if I do the training and they liked it, and they want to come back and do the training again, I let them come back and do the training again for free, as long as they pre-schedule in and just make an appointment and get them in on the next class. That's something that's amazing. And so Barry- All right, so Barry, hold on. To Barry's comment earlier, Barry was like, there's so many different types of trainings, right? Yeah. There's the, the word training has become so generic in a sense. Mm-hmm. So, so, so let, I want to chat about that for just a second, right? Mm-hmm. Because I would imagine anybody that's listening, I would imagine, it, Greg, you you do your trainings different than mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry does his trainings different than you do, maybe different than I do. So mm-hmm. give us a quick overview, two minutes, right? Real quick. Let's just, Barry, you know, what is it that you, how do you, you know, so to speak, define training then? You know, what does it look like for you? It's tough because... I think, like I said earlier, training's loose. I, I think there's guys out there that should not be training people right now. I truthfully, I see it all the time. I hate to say it, but it's the honest of God's truth. You know, when you, for me, for example, my ultimate goal is to make sure you leave happy. You know, simple enough. Whether it's detailing a car or whatever, I want you to leave happy, motivated. And I, and I tell people every time I work with them, what you learn here today You've got to take with you in practice, you know, just like Greg, you know, when it comes to like holding a rotary polisher, we all know the basics, how to do it, what to do. Once you get it dialed in, you make it your own, you know, same with any detailing shop. There's basic fundamental principles, but once you, once you get those dialed in, you find your own unique way to build your own shop. So when you come to so in your training, that's what you do. You go over, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like explain a little bit more. Like, is it all like you have a full training manual? We're discussing each product individually. We break it down into what's in the product, how to sell the product, what the product is worth, how to map out the product. We break down your towel costs, we break down your labor percentages, we get into everything, you know, and then at that point we roll into a hands-on training. And from there, which is the next day. So most of our trainings are two days. 
Um, we have one in Houston, Texas, or I'm sorry, Dallas, Texas. That's going to be three days training, you know. But again, five to eight hundred bucks. It depends how many days you want to stay. We break it down. If you don't need the polishing, you want the coating, great, whatever, you know. But a lot of that covers a lot of costs that are associated with that, you know. I mean, and that's that's what people don't see, you know. Like a lot of the trainings that I charge for, if I I'm not making a penny. I'm losing money. Greg, no, Greg understands, you know, the business itself absorbs a lot of money, a lot of money when it comes to these trainings, from food to products to whatever, products being used, all that, travel expenses. I mean, it's a lot, you know? So when we hold a class to five or 10 people tops, SB3 loses money every training. Every training, they lose money. You know, at five to eight hundred a head, you'd be surprised. They lose money with traveling expenses, all that stuff. You know, we have banner signs, like it, but it's not about the money. Okay. So when I I used to do a lot of free trainings like you, Mark. Okay. I've done them. You know, I did them for other companies. You know, I did them for 3D products in HD years ago, where Tunch had me out in California. You know, we had 150, 200 people all around. You know, I did those free trainings. But when people do not invest a little bit of money, they don't take it quite as serious. And from what I have noticed, okay, if I'm teaching a class where people have a little bit of an investment and I'm teaching a class where they have really no investment financially, the guys who financially don't have an investment are there to hang in. The guys who have a little bit of investment are there to pay attention. They're, they're there to learn, you know? Now, it's my job as a trainer or a teacher to make sure that they leave. And when they do leave, they leave happy. They leave, they understand, they have the knowledge that they wanted and everything. You know, it's not, there's more to it. Like, I take this very, very personal, Marty, because I do, like, I do give a lot of my time back. You know, at any given moment, my phone's available, like your phone's available or Greg's phone. Actually, Greg don't answer his phone when I call. He's always on the show. You know what I mean? So he never answers. <laughs> He's laughing because he knows, you know. <laughs> but my I have a medical disease. It's called IBS. I poop a lot. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I, trust me. Little mouse syndrome. I get it. All right. So listen. But in general, you know, when when you look at training, I personally feel if somebody has a small investment, they're going to pay attention and they're going to leave with more. I'm not charging people fifteen hundred dollars, five thousand dollars. None of that. You know, at most it's 500 bucks, you know, truthfully, at most it's 500, sometimes it's five to 800. And believe it or not, a lot of that money goes to our trainers, not me. SB3, actually, unless I show up, SB3 does not make a dollar off our trainings. Now, if I do show up, I usually don't even charge for that. We just did a training up in Michigan. I drove out just to say hi, to meet the guys. You know, I didn't, we, we didn't charge them. The guy was charged you know, X amount for his training. And it was, it was good. I didn't, I didn't make a penny. SB3 didn't make a penny. You know, it, we, we lost money, but at the same time, I got to go out there and shake that guy's hand and say, thank you for being a customer. That's what matters more to me than anything. So My, like, that's what you got to understand. It's more than just a training. Barry, inside that training, you mentioned, you know, there's the, the hands-on, the, the working part, there's the, the application part. Is that when somebody in your 
and the way you guys done it, is that where somebody then gets to get that extra, right? Because there's, there seems to be in the industry as I've, you know, grown and learned, instead of just having all the products available for detailers to use, there's certain companies that hold out products as more of a, you know, hey, you got to come to this training and, and get certified to use this. So is, is that is that what you guys do also? Yeah, we're one of those companies. So for example, um, you know, so SB3 in general, you can call, sign up, uh, you know, fill out the form. I'm the guy that call you back because I want to meet you. I want to talk to you. I want to learn you, talk to you, understand you. Now, Marty, for example, you can come in and learn, work every one of our products without going through a certification process. Okay. Like you, I'm a firm believer. If you pick up one coding, you can do all the codings. No doubt about it. If you, if you know how to apply a coding, I don't feel you need training. I really don't. Okay. Now, our trainings are set, so it's not really always about just applying the coding. 90% of the trainings that I do, the guys are already in our network. They're coming to learn more about the products, the value, to meet other guys, to be associated with everybody, you know, to talk and to learn. Um, then we do have a few people that, hey, they've never applied codings. I won't bring them into our network. I'll say, listen, we have a guy near you. He, he charges X amount of dollars. Go to him, get set up, you know, and when you're done, we'll bring you in. But that's on you. That's not on me. That's if you want to take that option, it's available. If not, no worries. Find another coding company. Or right. So, so let's go to this theory, uh, Greg, and I want you to chime in and the Barry, uh, with, with that approach, right? There's, there's, and once again, Barry, we won't talk about others. Uh, we'll only deal with, you know, like you said, yourself and then, you know, the way we've done it, Greg, the way you've done it. But, but overall, right, um, there is a theory that when you get that certification, because I've gotten phone calls when they're trying to sell me a, a territory, right? Yeah. So when you get that certification, you're given a governing area that you're the only one that can use that product. Now, Greg, how have you seen that go overall when you've looked at the industry? Has that been a, a very it's, firm foundation, you know, or is that a, a very wide open, loose thing? You're asking, you're asking me or Barry? Yeah, Greg, and then I'll okay. go to Barry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So now this is where I think that we were reaching over into the scam type. Now, a lot of people have heard me talk about the ceramicing scam, and I don't think it... When, when people hear me mention that the ceramic coating industry has some scamming issues, it's not actually about the coating. It isn't even about the training. It's actually about the selling of the service. And Barry brought up a good point, and I, I'm not backing this as fact, but I will back it as Barry, Barry's experience, is he said 80% of detailers are nothing without coatings. And that 80% of the detailing industry, professional detailing industry, will be eliminated if coatings went away. Now, let's just take this into, into fruition here about the 80%. The reason I feel that that is the problem is because there's a lot of coating manufacturers out there, coating companies, marketing coating companies in Asia, United States, Europe, where they claim that if you begin selling this coating, your sales will increase by adding this coding. And I truly believe as person who just does straight sales that it does not equate. Just by adding something to your menu 
does not mean that your customer base will increase or that you make more money or that your sales will increase, right? But a lot of these coding companies are making this claim and they're saying, come to our training, learn how to install this coding. And the way that they're, tr they're converting the sale, I believe, into value is they're saying, pay us $500 for this training. You'll come with us and then we'll tell you how to make more money. So pay $500, you'll make more money later on. Invest here, makes more money future. But in that training, they don't tell you how to sell the coding. They only tell you, uh, here's how you apply the coding and we're gonna put your name in a directory and people will find us through our own directory. Now, the then we'll charge why, you for that lead, right? We'll charge you for that directory. Now, yeah. that's where I feel that the scamming comes in because detailers should not be relying on products to sell their services, to make their money. Because in reality, the customer, I believe the customer in a professional detailing uh, landscape where the detailer does services, the customer does not care what product is being used on their car. And most of the time when they get a coding installed, they forget the name of the coding like two months later or three weeks later, unless somebody put one of those little stickers on their door. It says like, hey, this car has been protected by Durpro coding or something, you know? And that's where I truly believe that the better, more valuable training is to learn how to sell, to learn how to sell stuff, basic sales skills. And this is why I'm actually putting on a training this summer. It's an exclusive all sales training. It's called the Hardcore Sales Training by Greg Masterson. It's going to be a one-day event. And it includes dinner with me and it's limited to 10 people. And this is an all day event where we show you how to increase your sales direct selling detailing, but also applies to all other services. Because if you depend your whole career on trying to sell a product that you don't know how to sell and that you're just expecting customers to see, then you, your your limitation of sales is very limited. You will you will not make millions. You'll only make like a hundred thousand a year. And the 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 second scam of the training, which I truly believe is, who are these people listening to? They're paying hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars to go to a training, and they're listening to a nobody, someone that doesn't know fuck about detailing, <laughs> that they just hired and they threw them in there, and they say, listen to this guy. And that guy might not have any success, has never ran a successful business, has never generated income, doesn't know how to create leads or continue their business on a growth platform. This is the question I ask a lot of detailers. Are you playing to win or are you playing not to lose? And that's the biggest question here. Are we playing to win or are they playing not to lose? Because when you're in sales and you're playing not to lose, you don't make good decisions. But when you're playing to win, you make way hardcore decisions on your training, on your sales, you get out there more. And that's something in sales training that I like to do. So even anybody that's watching this, call my number 562-335-2053. I'm doing sales training this summer. It is a $999 training and it's one day at our Anaheim facility. It's going to be with me and two other trainers. It also includes dinner with myself, but it's going to show you how to increase your business significantly, how to sell. And it's showing from someone who runs stores like this all around the U.S. We're opening another one in just two weeks in Florida, which you've been promoting nonstop. This is the trick, I believe, 
to the sales, the training. It's how to produce income. And a lot of these sales trainings, they're not telling you how to produce income. In reality, everybody that's watching this, I can teach a seven-year-old child how to paint correct and polish and apply a coating better than almost any other detailer on the planet. If I just started with them at seven years old, in a month, I could have them as a pro. But I cannot teach a seven-year-old kid how to run a successful business, how to generate income, how to generate leads, how to convert that into money. And that's the problem with, that's what I feel is the problem with the industry, Marty. All right, Barry, thoughts on territories, the way you guys do it. I mean, from that image, right? From the way that it looked like that somebody had gotten to come into a territory. So explain to us, you know, your idea on trainings and territories and the certifications. Okay, well, first I'm gonna say, I always tell Greg and people, I respect Greg's hustle. If you just watched that last clip, Greg's hustle on there, Greg, it was perfect. You threw out your phone number twice. You, you threw out all the sales pitch. I love it. That's that's why I love you as a person, man. Don't ever forget that. I truthfully, I mean that. You know? Okay. Now, I do agree a lot with what Greg said. I feel there's a lot of people in this industry. I'm not naming names. I'm not blowing smoke up anybody. I'm not here to offend anybody. But I feel there's a lot of people in this industry training people they shouldn't be training. Not like the trainer should not be a trainer, basically. Not saying they, I, I said that wrong. They're training people they shouldn't be training. That's not what I meant. What I meant was the trainer who was training the people should not be training. Yeah. Now, let me. And, that, and, and Barry, that's where, that's where I don't mean to cut you off, but that's what I was trying to refer to, what you're saying yeah. about, about who, are, who are these people listening to. Now, everybody that's watching this, if you don't know, Barry Thiel's been around the block for a long time and knows an exceptional amount of knowledge, right? Huge right, amount. Barry, like, Barry, go ahead. Barry, Barry, go ahead. Listen, so here, here's what I'm getting at. I, I've literally been to, I, I've seen in several trainings. I've been to a few of them and I'll let it go. I asked the, I asked the guy, literally, I said, how do you clean this interior? What would you do? Oh, I don't know. I don't clean interiors. No offense. I'm sitting there thinking, fuck, kid me. You know, this is, I love this podcast because I can talk to, like Barry Field, you know, but I'm sitting there, you fucking kidding me. Like, you do not know how to clean an interior, but you're teaching somebody how to detail a car and coding. This has nothing to do with coatings at this point. This point is you detail cars. Detailing cars is all about cleaning it, correcting it, and preserving it. Simple enough. That's all it's about. Every substrate, every, every nook, cranny, whatever. Did not know how to clean an interior. That's 50 to 60% of detailing. You know, you can polish paint all you want. The interior is what's going to bring that person back. You have that paint perfect. You have a smudge on the interior window. They're not coming back. They already left. You lost that customer. Move on. You know what I'm saying? Now, when all that is said and put that to a sign, when you look at trainings, okay, I wish they could be free for everybody. I wish I could train everybody for free. I've done it for years. I've done it for years and I wish it could be possible. I really do. Unfortunately, there's expenses, there's times, even just yesterday, okay? I'm, I'm on a group with the IDA, which I know Greg loves the IDA, by the way. I'm on a group with them, okay? And we were talking about this. One of the things that I brought up was I literally said in this group, for amongst a lot of great people, I said, from an outsider, I said, let me ask you a question. Why should I join you? 
Why? Why should I? I'm a member. Why should I join? Why would you tell me to join the IDA? You know? And it, it brought up some conversations. And one of those conversations were was apparently, you know, with COVID, the IDA has struggled to provide um, the RT, the registered training. There has been struggles there. Now, we all understand it's COVID. You can't get 20 people in a place unless you're in Florida. We understand that. Okay. But they struggled with that. You know, and I brought up the conversation yesterday. I said, make me a registered trainer and I'll do one a month at my facility for free. You know, and I would hold me to it and I will do it. I don't care. I'll fly to California on my dollar and train somebody for free, like Greg, if he needs it. Absolutely, I'll be there for you, Greg. But in general, in general, when it comes to the coatings, back to your original question, okay, you were talking about like a top tier coating and then the rest of them are available, okay? I, I'm point blank honest. We have that one coating called Trinity. It's three bottles and a skull, okay? That's our premier seven-year coating. If you want it, you must be trained, and you're going to pay for the training. Simple enough. The training is $500. You leave with it. One kit, kit costs $175. You get a shirt and a plaque. You know, it's $200 investment. You know, it costs them $300. And we made... When they talk to me, and I always tell them, you know what that $300 is for? It's to ensure you're serious. Because I don't want you using the product if you're not serious. It's not a product for everybody. It, you know, it's a product for somebody who wants that upper tier that can sell it. You know? And again, it boils down to sales. In our network in SP3, I think 80% of the most successful guys in our network don't install our higher coding. They found what works for them in their area. It's about knowing your backyard. Greg understands his backyard. He knows his backyard. And it keeps getting bigger and bigger, which I, I love to see that. But when you look at like a backyard, for me, for example, okay, Marty, I grew up in a town called Mannheim, Pennsylvania. Home of Mannheim Auto Auctions. The largest auto auction in the world. I was in the birthplace, Mannheim. That's where I was born. Third generation detailers. I know grandfathers and their kids who are and their grandsons who are detailers. 30 detail shops in a five to 10 mile radius at one point, all putting out between 100 to 500 cars a week. My good friend details 813 cars a week on average. He has to do 800 cars a week on average. That's full, full cleans. Compound, wet sanding, polish, stripe, pinstripe, whatever it's done. Goes out the door looking pretty good for a wholesale job. We'll let it at that. Okay, I knew my backyard. Why, if I'm in a dealership area where I have 10,000 cars coming through a town that's two miles long, why would I want to consider coatings at that point years ago? My backyard was wholesale. And you know what? I did pretty well with it. At one point, I had 22 employees. We were pumping cars out. Things were doing good. I was still doing some high-end customers, making some money you know, working with 3D and HD at the time and a few other companies, you know, that I was helping with behind the scenes. And it was a blast. I loved every minute of it. I was never a car guy in my entire life, believe it or not. I didn't become a car guy until I became a detailer, you know? Detailing for me was nothing more than a high school job. And then when I got out of the military, I had a huge problem with alcohol. Detailing kept me sober for 10 years. It took me 10 years to think, okay, I'm mature enough to handle my alcohol, but detailing kept me sober for 10 years. That's why I fell in love with this industry. 
Then I have a wife and I have kids. Detailing has taken me to places that most people have no idea is possible. For detailing cars, like, come on, dude, I wash cars thoroughly. I make them, I clean them, I crack them, and I preserve them. That's it. It's not difficult. It's not rocket science, you know? But I earned my way up the ladder. Very, very, you know, I did. I earned it. And I'm fine on people who earn their way up the ladder. But at the same time, if you want to come to one of our trainings, okay, they're $500, two days is 800 we discount it. You know what I mean? But I won't discount the Trinity. I don't believe in it. You know, if you want to be with our Trinity product, that's it. That's what it is. Cut or dry. We're not, we're not pulling your arm in and saying, hey, you got to do this. You know, it's one of our least selling products is Trinity at the moment. I sell more of everything else than I do Trinity. Our network's still small. We're still taking our time with it. We're still growing it as a brand. We've got some new products coming. But in general, it's, it's the smallest. It's the smallest product for us in sales-wise. You know, so it's not one of those things where I'm, I'm pushing it or I'm saying, hey, you've got to come to our trainings. What had happened with that post was pretty simple. We all, we all know what happened. We all know that post. We tried to virtually train a guy. That's all it was. I wanted, I have like six or seven guys that all across the country. I thought, you know what? Maybe we could virtually train. So I took a guy that was really good with video cameras and stuff like that. I'm in detail. You know what I'm saying? I said, hey, let's try this. And in return, I'll give you, we'll, we'll train you with Trinity. Why not? We're walking through the whole process. We might as well try it. What most people don't know is, you know, three days later, I came back in our group and said, I'm not doing virtual training. We're not going to do it. We tried it once. We're not going to do it. The reason we didn't do it was because we felt that they don't get the hands-on experience that you should have. Simple enough, you know, a lot of things were missing out of the virtual training that you get when you show up. There's so many variables. We just said, you know what, we're done. We're not doing it, you know, but it was a trial experiment. And then somebody finds out about it, takes it on the fucking internet, posts it on Facebook and makes a big deal out of it and tries to hype it, you know, and then takes, you know, it's like, dude, you're taking shots at my hard work in my company. You know what I'm getting at? And then so like when you, Marty, came out and said, it's a scam. You took a shot at me personally. You took a shot at me, my company, and probably about the 800 guys across the, the world that use SV3 in 23 different countries in less than four years. You took a shot at that. Now you understand why I was pissed off. You know? Can, you, can, we still, can you still answer the question, though? Like, do they get a territory with that? Absolutely, they do. Okay, so and then does does anybody ever get encroached into the territory? Because that's that's what it looked like to me. So that is a huge issue right now with SB3. Okay. Not not that it's not controlled. Okay. So let me tell you how SB3 does it. You come in, you're a normal guy, Marty. You, you want to use our products. The first thing I do is say, what's your zip code? I hop on our map, boom, 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 check it out. Okay, there's nobody within 10 miles of you. I'm giving you that territory. That 10 mile radius is yours. Now, if you want Trinity, we will not put a Trinity installer within 25 miles. Okay. So if you take two, 10, two detailers 10 miles apart, only one of them can have Trinity, but they both can be SB3 certified. But that's 10 miles. Our competitors are giving three miles, four miles, five miles. You know, you, you know what? Some are just, I, I know some companies that have 20 detailers in two miles, you know? 
And I understand why those companies do it now because I'm still growing as a company. Like SB3 is still growing and we're doing really well, but here's the problem, okay? So we control, we control that 10 mile radius pretty good. And the reason we control that 10 mile radius pretty good is because of my mistake. I had a guy a couple of years ago who called me and said, hey, I'd love to use SB3. I knew him for years, man. And we were just bullshitting back and forth talking. I was like, dude, I got you, man. You're coming on. I did not check that map. He was within nine miles of another installer. And I lost a really good installer because of that, you know, because I brought that guy on. Now, the problem was that was my mistake. I hate to say it, but that was a mistake. I'm glad that happened. I lost a great installer. It sucks. You know what I mean? I mean, he was. He was a good dude in general, a great guy. But I lost him. But I'm glad I made that mistake early on. I got a question about territories, though. You know, the territories, um, you know, when some of these companies offer territories, do they require that territory manager person, the person that, that has the territory, do they, do they require them to have a certain amount of sales in that region? Why not just have two people in the same ter territory and let them, you know, fight out for sales? Yeah, because... Because yeah. I truly, I truly believe that if 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 you have two installers, it would become a price challenge, right? And I think well, that's why, Bear. I think that's why people don't do it. They don't want pricing to get gouged, and they don't want people to go after each other yeah. price-wise. Not just that, though. Um, and I speak totally on our our learning as a business. You know what I mean? Um, one of the things that we've noticed is, okay, you give that ten mile radius. They have that ten mile radius. The for me, okay, I'm saying I have a 10 mile radius. Greg said, okay, but don't they have to buy X amount of product? So SB3 is at a point now where we literally have some states we can't even put somebody in anymore, you know, in certain areas. Then we have other states that it's like, why don't we have somebody there? Okay. Now the issue that I have is as a company, is we gave you that territory. Now we have some guys that don't even buy. They might buy once every two months or they might buy once every three months product, okay? But yet they want 100% of that territory. So I can understand why like some coding companies say, okay, well, this guy's only buying every four months and we got this heavy hitter that's going to come spend money with us. Let's give him that territory and put them both together and figure it out. Companies do do that. Me personally, I don't have the morals to do that. Yeah. You know, my, my goal is if you spend money with me, I understand you worked your ass off as a detailer because I've been there. I know what it's like. I, I've had the feast of famine nights. I've had, you know, the 12 to 16 hour days standing over cars sweating. I know what it's like. If you come to Barry Field or an SB3 and you want to spend your money with me, I want you to get 200% return on everything that you get. Whether it's being able to pick up the phone and call me at 11 o'clock at night because you're in a position where you're jammed up or at seven o'clock in the morning, you need a quick text message because of something, you know, that all comes with it. And I'm available pretty, a lot. The only time I'm not available realistically is if I'm in a Masonic meeting because my phone's shut off, that's it. Other than that, I'm available 90% of the time. Just the other night, I was in bed at like 1230 and Marty, I'm a big guy, man, look at me. When I sleep, I'm out, I'm like a bear, you know? but. When I went to bed, I woke up at two o'clock in the morning. A guy calls me from California and says, hey, Barry, I'm working this panel. I, ha I have a black pad and some polish and I can't get everything out. 
<laughs> like two o'clock in the morning. My first, my first question was, okay, well, what type of polish are you using? What type of pad are you using? What type of rotor are you using? What type of paint is it? Is it hard? Is it soft? Where are we at here? You know? But instead I said, all right, dude, just give me like two minutes here, man. I was like, you woke me up. I was like, let me get up and get a drink and like open my eyes. And I said, I'll call you right back. That's awesome, man. Like I talked to that guy for an hour on the phone and worked him through that process on that panel. You know, it was something to struggle with. But these are the things that come with it, you know, with these trainings and things like that. And when I get to meet people and shake their hand and talk to them and hang out with them, to me, that's priceless because I'm meeting other guys in the industry, you know? 100%. Um, But again, when you talk about that top tier product, yes, I'm charging you for it. If you want it, I only want you there if you're serious. That little $300 investment, you know, after it's all said and done that you made, it says to me that you're serious. It says that you want that 25-mile radius. It says when we launch an SD3 Trinity site that your, your name's going to be on there. I want you to feel better. I want you to feel more confident, you know? And there are things that I teach at the Trinity class that I talk business-wise that I don't talk at the SB3 class. And, you know, having this, honestly, Marty, you know, like, I could blast my, in fact, this is what I'm going to do, Marty, just for you, okay? Just for you, for the entire rest of the year, I am going to do one video every damn week for free on the internet. People can watch me. They can listen to me talk. I guarantee you that they're going to learn. And I'm going to do that for you, okay? I I swear to God, come Monday, I'll have the first 30-minute video on something about detailing. And every Monday after that, I will drop one just for you, Marty, for free. Tag me in the comments. Well, yeah, I love it. Okay, just for free. But you've also got to remember, at the end of the day, we run a business. Okay? 100%. We run a business. That's what it boils down to. Okay, some fees are associated with it. Some fees aren't. But at the end of the day, we run a business. We're here to make money just like you are. Okay? I'm pretty fortunate that SD3 is very, very successful. Thank God. When we started, we were beat up. Every coding company in the world beat us up. They doubted us. They hated Greg Smog. He knows, you know, they made fun of things that we did. And guess what? We're still here. Not only are we here, but someone were pissed off at us. We're growing. Like, come on, man. We want everybody to grow. Yeah. You know, I'm glad that CP puts out, and I'll say their names. I'm glad that CP puts out their marketing. Do you know why? It's helped everybody. You know, and there were times where I looked at Adam and said, hey, Adam, you guys are doing great. Thanks, man. You're helping the entire industry. And that's what people don't understand when they look at a company like Ceramic Book. You know, whatever personal feelings you have, Ceramic Pro puts ceramic coatings on the map to the consumer. They put them on the map to the consumer. Detailers are making money who aren't even a part of Ceramic Pro because of Ceramic Pro's marketing. It's it's, true. Don't we can't deny it? Ceramic Pro did great. Every every company has their unique approach to them. You know, they all have a downfall, an upfall, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? When I came in four years ago, okay, and said it's actually April 1st would be four years, by the way, for SP3. Congratulations. April Fool's Day, the day before uh, the best day on earth, April 2nd. It's your birthday. Yeah, we won April Fool's Day. I sure you not. There was a reason for that. But because, you know, I run people like, is it serious? Is it not serious? You know what I mean? But here's the thing. When you look at this industry and you look at everybody, you know, 
I'm, I'm just like anybody else. Anybody can do what I did. You can do it, Marty, you're trying to do it. You, you have your app or whatever with your products where you're selling them. Detail supply app, yeah. Yeah, people, people are trying to do, people are doing it. Do you know what? I encourage them to do it. I want them to do it because success happens everywhere. You know, there's more than enough cars to go around. There's more than enough detailers. There's more than enough people. There's, the business is so big, we probably didn't even tap into 5% of the market. Yeah. You know what I'm getting at? I do. Yeah. I do. Barry, let's go ahead and we need to go ahead and close it down. We're, we're hitting about an hour. So, you know, we, we like to keep these, you know, we can definitely hop back on again another time if we want to go and, and, and hit some, but we found that if we start going too long, right, we, we just kind of spread it out too much. So yeah. let people watch this one, Marty. Trust me. Sit, people will watch this one. They will. Oh, no, 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 they do. I'm just saying though, like when it's more, if we kept going, right, I think we could keep going, but you know, let's, we can come back and redo a second one. Let me, let me throw out my closing thoughts on that on the territory. Uh, I didn't get to weigh in and then, you know, we'll head out. Um, so, so my deal, I'm, I'm on that Greg side with, you know, the big part that I see in the industry with the ceramic coating trainings and the scam has been the territory has been the main part, right? First of all, you're right. When I asked the question, because I put question marks there on the post in the comments were questions. When I asked the question, I said, Hey, Greg, is this a type of scam we've been talking about? And I said, is virtual training? Surely that couldn't be a scam. All right. So the point, right? The point was to address, the point was to come to a, a point to where as an industry, we have to begin seeing. Thank you so much. Really from me to you. Thank you for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Not everybody comes on and wants to talk. The point is so that we can have an open dialogue conversation because while you have some good feedback on people that you have helped, there's thousands more that are just getting beat up, that are getting scammed, that are getting taken advantage of. And so my reason for putting out questions like that, my reasons for posting these so that we can have discussion is so that because I have seen personally here in Oklahoma, not only did I go through with it where I had an agreement that then another detailer came in and that's when I said, hey, I'm out. You and I had an agreement. They said, oh yeah, we're sorry. Well, sorry's don't cut it in business when you fuck somebody over. And down through Oklahoma City, through here in Tulsa, you could go, when, like, like you said, we'll be respectful. We won't call out the brands, but every big major brand has had a territory that somebody gets to buy into if they take this training six months, years later, whatever. Miraculously, hell, it could be two months later. Miraculously, there's another person there in the same territory. Some paid more, some paid less, some didn't pay at all. So, so while you're doing yours, man, congratulations. Once again, we say everybody runs their business the way they do it. You, you see the benefit of the way you do it, right? And that's great. Greg sees the benefit and the way he does it. I look at it and go still, right? Like if, if it's pure profit for these brands to come in and do this type of training and do these type of certifications, detailers need to understand, right? It is, as you said, it is a revenue stream. There is cost involved for brands to do this. And so that ticket price, I really hope that they estimate that ticket price, what it really costs them, right? Because as you, as me, 
somebody who struggled through detailing, who doesn't have a whole big, big chunk set out for six months to a year, right? When I'm a mobile detailer, I'm rustling around for every couple months trying to keep going, right? I was so many times that I was just trying to make rent. There's thousands of detailers just like that out there today who are then going to go spend their rent money to get certified training so that they can get a product so that they can have a territory within months to a year somebody else is in there somebody else has disrupted where they were going mm -hmm. and there's no doubt right no doubt that many detailers have been scammed through this situation and this territory that they thought they had is gone and then you see a post up with oh i'm now with this brand and then Months later, they're with another brand because somebody else came in. It's this continual cycle where we suggest, right? We suggest don't even go for the home runs. Don't go for the grand slams. You mentioned people that are growing 200,000 plus businesses, uh, uh, you know, having an amazing job out of washing cars. You know, so we like to push that too in the yeah. community on the community pub. So every detailer comes in, we all chop it up. Some people are one direction, some people are another. But overall, we want detailers to understand that they can pick and choose, right? They don't have to take a Terry. They don't have to take that top product. Very few customers will actually pay them that kind of money to put it on. And very few detailers can survive sustainability-wise doing a $1,000 job one right after another. It's a very, very difficult, not only in the sales part that Greg's talking about, just sustainability in the marketplace, especially, especially going through 2021, what many are saying that as that crash continues to fall, right? So many people today are struggling less with money, less with people coming in their doors, less with people booking. And so the benefit for detailers is not to go after a territory and some high price thing, but to go after that one year, go after that two year, do maintenance style. That is my belief, right? Because that's the way I've grown a business through detailing is maintenance, one to two year coatings, right? Three year is our max. It's a guaranteed max. And you're right. Anybody can get it. I allow it for anybody. And that does run a risk. That runs a risk that maybe it doesn't get applied properly. There's, I've seen, as we've all seen, a lot of coatings that come back into shops from certified detailers that got a territory that went and paid their stuff that still didn't apply it correctly. So from my view, I think that whole thing is 100% a scam because there's no guarantee for a detailer that he can pay in and have a rights to something and grow his business long-term. There really isn't anything involved in that certificate that it gives them that. Now, what it does give them going to the trainings, Barry, is that one-on-one -on -one time. Is, you know what? They might get to learn something about how to clean a car a little bit different. They might get to learn a tip that allows them to their success, that allows them a chance to go put a post, to create a video, to go market. Right. So I will never say, which is why we do trainings and we host trainings and we go do them. Right. You chose your way. We chose free. And we do that so that anybody can learn and anybody can grow. We don't like to create a barrier for people because I just want to I just want to stay in that small our, our window and our, you know, our 
prime sweet spot is that one to three years. So anybody that's going to go over to that big stuff, man, that's just where I go. Hey, you know, you start getting to territories. There's plenty of people that are getting fucked. There's plenty of people have been screwed. Boy, you got to watch out. There's no doubt that 100% many, many people have been scammed out of that situation. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate you taking the time to come on, Barry. And yeah. as man to man, I understand. I understand, man. I'm with you right there in that climb with, with people, with everybody in the industry. I'm trying to make a name just like you're trying to make a name, just like Greg's trying to make a name. I ask questions and I understand it fell on and I understand that it hit in a way. Man to man, I mean no disrespect. I mean, zero disrespect to you. I believe that you can grow your business just like I'll grow my business, just like Greg will grow his business. We have to ask questions though as an industry so that we can all together grow. Out of the detailers of Oklahoma, we had a saying, as the tide rises, so do all ships. And so what I try and do is the guide through detailing is to ask questions that incur moments like this so that we can all dive in, dissect. And you know who wins? Community wins, man. Community wins 100% because it's open dialogue where people get to express their views and opinions. Yeah. And that's the way I like to see detailing industry, growing together, pushing each other as iron sharpens iron, right? So one man sharpens another and businesses can sharpen each other and the industry can sharpen itself to continue to grow and expand. So Greg, thank so you much. so much, man. I really do appreciate. Let's hop on again, man. Let's hop, let's do it again. You know, Barry, you want to hop on again another time? You know, let's hop on again and have another discussion uh, so we can dive further into it. Uh, I really do appreciate your guys' time. You know, Marty, I got one more, you know, since I know you were talking about the territory, you know, this brought up uh, uh, the territory. All right, quick, up, Greg, quick, quick. Really quick is that, you know, the thing if you're running a business, whoever's watching this, is that the territory, territory only benefits the lazy business owner. And I truly believe that it does not benefit the customer in any way, zero. It doesn't even benefit the manufacturer okay. in any way, zero. It's okay. because you can't, um, if you have a territory with like, you know, one, one detailer can install this item in 20 mile radius. That means all those customers in that 20 mile radius are forced to go to that distributor or that installer. What if that installer sucks or they have a shitty shop? I, okay. So Greg, Greg, let's get, all right, let's, let's, let's right, hold that. Well, I that. think Barry would have some great advice on that. I think that's one way we can definitely do another episode, man. Yeah, right, we'll chase that rabbit. It's a great talk. It's a great talk. We'll just chase that rabbit way too long. Yeah, that's true. Marty, I, I won't be as long as Greg. I just want to say one thanks for having me on here. I appreciate it. Um, it does it does mean a lot. It allows the industry to grow, and that's my ultimate goal: to give back and grow this industry, so those who do suffer financially don't have to suffer. That's that's it. That's why I live my life, man. I wake cool. up every day. Cool, love it. This industry. That's it. If you knew me, you would understand. Love it. Love it, Barry. I love, love your heart, Greg. Love your heart. Thank you guys. I uh, wish you all the best. Have a wonderful day. And uh, Barry, let's do it again soon, man. Thank you again for coming on. Thank you. See you next time. All right. Episode over. Leave us a review and we will see you on the community pub Wednesday nights at 730 central. The zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. That's the community pub Wednesday nights, 7.30 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. Grab a pint and enjoy.
Thank mm-hmm. you.